Welcome, welcome to the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast. I'm your host, Forrest Kelly. From the seed to the glass, wine has a past. Our aim at the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast is to look for adventure at wineries around the globe. After all, grape minds think alike. Let's start the adventure. Our featured winery is... Our guest is Coco Umaker of Clearwater Canyon Cellars of Lewiston, Idaho. So initially, you only planted a small amount of vines. So have you expanded that or do you have an outside source? We bought them from, so we're in Idaho. Our AVA is on the state line, so part of American Viticultural Area here is in Washington. So we bought from a certified nursery in Washington. Most Idaho vineyards will kind of follow Washington practices in terms of buying certified vines that are from mother blocks in Washington. So initially, we were you know, growing some of our own, but we also were buying some grapes from Finney Hill Vineyard and Verhey Vineyard in Washington and still buy from them today, but they're amazing. Now that the winery is established, you can relax a little physically and financially. Were there some pretty big obstacles that you had to overcome to make it a success? So there, I think there were a couple things. Probably the most obvious one, maybe the fact that we had we were normal people with very young normal people with no money. I mean, we lived at the time when we started the winery in 2004 and the vineyard, if you roll back to 2003, we lived in a trailer park for 250 bucks a month. I had $25,000 in student loans and Carl was driving an 82 Toyota Corolla that worked most days. And we were just starting out and that is not real easy because it takes a lot of money to to buy all the things for winemaking. And so we had to just throw our bodies at it. And the thing we had going for us is we were both endurance athletes, but even then it was very challenging. So we spent our money on the things that mattered most, but like we didn't have a forklift until 2012. So we would like, and our winery was in an industrial district down in near the grain silos and and whatnot. They call it North Lewiston here. And we would run around down in that district with a bottle of wine to some of the folks around there that had forklifts and trade a bottle of wine for 15 minutes with their forklifts. Yeah, because you, you got to lift some heavy stuff here. You can't be like the Egyptians and build a pyramid with by rolling rocks and slabs of stone on logs. No, but you can be amazed at some of the crazy stuff we did along those lines to get by. But you just have to like really plan out what you were doing and then when you had your time with a forklift you'd make good on it you know get a lot done quickly so we were just like the sandlot kids we were good at what we did because we understood the science so well we knew where we could cut corners and where we absolutely could not and we made wine styles that we knew we could do well and didn't try to force you know square peg in a round hole so for example we didn't do a lot of white wine because you got to keep white you know if you're going to do a like the albarino that we make now if this is a stainless steel fermented we keep it super cold through fermentation pick it early bottle it early it's just clean crisp bright style you can't do that if you don't have glycol systems and stainless steel tanks. So we didn't try to make that style. It was really rough. I mean, I can't ever explain how hard we worked. And Carl and I often will think about it now. I mean, we now have a beautiful new winery facility up here on the farm. It's literally across the yard. We're working on an expansion right now project for our new tasting room. It all seems surreal to me because we spent nine years in that Lewis, that North Lewiston area, 
most of the time in the dark after hours because we both had day jobs and we would be wet and cold and we'd often sleep in our car or in the winery. It was horrible. I mean, I don't know that I'm super nostalgic about those times, but that was a huge hurdle. It tested us. It tested. I've never in my life been that tired for days and days and years, but now we're through that and it taught us so much and it made us think really hard about every purchase we made and when we built this new winery, I had no regrets. We need wine questions, and if you've got one, we'd love to hear from you. Go to the website on your phone at thebestwinepodcast.com. Click on the red banner on the right side that says leave voicemail, and you'll be on your way. Thank you for listening. I'm Forrest Kelly. This episode of the Best 5-Minute Wine Podcast was produced by IHISM. If you like the show, please tell your friends and pets and subscribe. Until next time, pour the wine and ponder your next adventure. Hi, before you go, we have exciting news. The best five-minute wine podcast has teamed with a breakthrough technology and added a new feature on our website that's bound to elevate your podcast experience. Here is where we need your help. Trying to remember something from an episode? Don't worry. Search for it, and we will find it for you. Have you ever thought you could just ask questions and chat about the episodes as if you were talking to me? Well, now you can. That's right. Our episodes are now interactive, and they're waiting to have a conversation with you. Jump into a chat with our podcast, and let's get the conversation started. Try it out, and tell us what you think. Click on the banner at the top of the website, thebestwinepodcast.com, to try it. 